Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Besieged Podcast after we had the zero episode last week. My name is Kevin Small and I am a Mixer partner on the streaming website Mixer, as you just guessed it. And I want to use these podcasts to talk a little bit about streaming, certain topics I want to cover. And I saw a lot of YouTube videos, a lot of streamers themselves, or even some mainstream media who is now finally picking up on the whole streaming story. And there are a lot of misinformations out there, or I wouldn't say misinformations. I would say um, they are seeing the informations they're giving you as, well, given. Like everything they're telling you is 100% sure. And if you don't follow these information, you will not be successful in streaming or you will be successful in streaming if you follow these instructions. And there's this secret handshake between the streamers which will make your channel grow. And then at some point you become a partner or you can even make a living out of this. And the truth is, well, that's not how it works. Streaming in its own is a very personal thing. Um, some people call it a journey, some other people call it a grind. I for myself definitely call it more like a personal journey because you take a look at other streamers, you take a look at successful streamers and you try to take something um, with you, you try to learn something from them and then you realize pretty quickly, huh, this doesn't work at all for me, what can I do about this? And so I want to cover some topics which are a little bit more general and not too specific. Um, so things you can definitely do. And then I also want to cover some personal things I saw for myself work or don't work at all. And today we are talking about the four things you should probably check before you do the streaming. And this is basically the streaming software, the microphone you're using, the webcam you're using, and I also want to talk a little bit about the green screen or even the hardware in your PC. So the first thing you definitely need is a hardware which makes it um, possible for you to stream. Um, you can, thanks to Mixer, you can finally stream from your Xbox and you don't really have to do anything. If you want to have some overlays in your stream and break screens and whatnot, you should definitely think about getting um, a laptop or a PC or something where you can have run OBS or XSplit in the background so you can just put your own overlays there. Um, what PC should you have if you want to do the streaming from the PC? Well, um, a few years ago everybody told you get a good CPU. The CPU is the most important thing for streaming. That changed. Um, you can still have a pretty good CPU and do the streaming over the CPU. That's absolutely no problem. But what you can also do now is you can have a pretty strong GPU, which is a graphics card, and you can use that for streaming. That's what I do. I have a pretty strong GPU, which is an RX Vega 56, and I only play games in full HD and 60 FPS. So that means I have a card which is far too strong for what I'm doing, and I use the rest energy in that card to just stream the, ga uh, the game on the highest fidelity. So that means 60 FPS, full HD, and no compression whatsoever. And thanks to the strong card, I can do that without any issues. If you have a good CPU, of course, well, you can still do that. So 
it's basically up to you what you want to do. Um, I for myself found out that streaming through a GPU costs less power than it would cost through a CPU, which is a little bit weird, I know, I know. Um, but that's how it works for me, so I'm, I'm super happy with this. I'm doing this now for nine months and I never had any issues. So you should definitely think about that, what you want to do. The problem right now is that GPUs are very, very expensive and getting a new GPU is probably not the best way and you should think about a CPU if you don't have infinite amount of money. All right, let's talk about the streaming software here. So this is the first really personal experience um, I can find you tons of people which will tell you you have to use XSplit to get the most out of the streaming. I also will find you top streamers out there and tons of people which will tell you otherwise and will tell you use OBS. Um, it comes down to what do you like. Um, some people like XSplit more, some people like OBS more and unfortunately it also comes sometimes down to what your PC likes because there are some PCs out there who cannot work with OBS. Some other PCs hate XSplit. And if you were asking why, well, I cannot answer that. If uh, we would know the answer to these problems, then people would just choose the software which they love the most and not the software which works best for them. And But the tip I can give you, if this is your first streaming, you never did streaming before, definitely check out OBS because OBS is completely free. It doesn't cost you a cent. XSplit does. And it's not like that you pay for something, it gets better. Uh, I would go so far to say that both programs are on the same level on the capabilities, but some people love some of the few features XSplit has more than OBS has and so on and so forth. So if you're a new streamer, you never did it before, definitely use OBS because it's completely for free. So we talked about that. Let's talk about the microphone here. Oh, the microphone. Um, so you will also have lots of articles uh, which will tell you which is the best streaming microphone out there. And you will realize pretty quickly that some of these articles will tell you completely different microphones you should choose from. Um, and the tip I can give you is look for a microphone which sounds good. This is more important than a green screen. This is more important than even the webcam or anything because people have to listen to you all the time. They're not watching you all the time. They're lurking sometimes, they're doing something in the background, but they have to listen to you and that's super important. So look up some microphones and check them out on YouTube. Go to YouTube and listen to that specific microphone. That's what I did, and I use a headset. I have a headset with a normal microphone. It's um, from Plantronics. It's the Game 780 series, and it's not a super expensive headset. It's not the most perfect microphone out there, but as you can hear, it does its job. And people can listen to me through hours without trying to just mute you because they can't listen to you anymore. So definitely do yourself a favor, do a little bit of work, go out there, check out some reviews, some microphones, and even if you saw a good review um, over a headset or um, a table microphone or whatever, 
go to YouTube and listen to it. There are tons of videos out there where people are just showing you how the sound will sound in a video or something. So definitely make sure about that. Let's talk about the webcam. Oh, the webcam. Um, there's also a lot of options out there which webcam you can use. The tip I can give you is it depends a little bit on what you want to do. Uh, I for myself see my webcam not as a super important part of my show. Um, I have a pretty cheap webcam. I have a Logitech C320, which is, I think, the cheapest Logitech webcam you can even get. Uh, um, but it does as it does exactly what it should do. It's 30 FPS, 720p, and that's completely fine because my webcam is very small, my picture is very small, and I focus more on content instead of having a super good quality webcam. And let's be completely honest here, it comes also down to how much money you want to invest and how many features you can really use from that webcam for your streaming and how important it is. But I'm using this webcam now for one and a half year and it does everything I want and the quality is completely fine for most things. And this brings us to what you want to do with it. And this brings us to the green screens. Um, if you are looking to use a green screen for your stream, then you should definitely look for a better webcam than the one I just said and I use um, because you want to have um, 60 FPS and of definitely full HD. 60 and 30 FPS is not too important sometimes, but it definitely looks more fluent. Uh, so, but you, what you should definitely do is if you're working with a green screen, get a full HD cam. You, you should definitely work for that. And talking about green screens, so when when I see a lot of articles about green screens, I see unfortunately a lot of misinformations there. Um, there are a lot of companies out there who finally got the memo that you can make thousands of dollars with unnecessary green screen features because a lot of people don't know how a green screen works. And it's not really the cloth quality which is important or the special technique they use to put this green screen together or anything. That doesn't matter um, and that doesn't play down to the quality of a green screen. It's, it's completely fine that you just have the green color. Like you could even paint the um, wall behind you completely green and it would work. The most important part here with the green screen is the lighting. The lighting is super important. That means you have to get out there, you have to get the proper lighting, and you have to figure that out for yourself. I know you are looking for a guide here which will tell you now exactly how you have to put the lighting so that the green screen works flawlessly. Unfortunately, every room is different, every lighting is different, and there's not just something I can tell you here which always work so make sure you have the proper lighting and make sure you're not throwing um, any shadows on the green screen because then the green screen doesn't really work that well so the lighting is absolutely key here and nothing else like you can get a super cheap green screen which doesn't cost a hundred bucks or so you can you can get the green screen for 20 bucks 
I will be completely honest here with you. You can get a green screen for 20 bucks and it will work as long as the lighting in your room is perfect. So definitely look out for that. But yeah, these are the few things you should check out before you start the streaming, which definitely will enhance the streaming. And as I said, I know you're looking for answers here. You're looking for detailed answers. You are looking for guides. But I have to admit in this case, I think it wouldn't help you because streaming is a personal experience and what works for others sometimes just doesn't work for you. I can say personally, if I get a better microphone, um, which I want to do fairly soon, I will still buy a headset again. I'm a headset guy. So that means I will look for better microphone on a headset and just for better headset in general. But I will not switch to a single microphone I can put on my table or whatever. So it really comes down to what you like and then you have to do you have to put the work in and you have to look it up. Google is your best friend here. One last thing before we are ending this episode of the Besiege podcast and then we will come back to the second episode. There's one last thing I definitely want to tell you and this is a very good tip. If you think you are done with everything, you set up everything perfectly, you are looking your OBS, expert, whatever, and it tells you you are looking good, do a test stream. Definitely do a test stream before you do the real stream because unfortunately OBS and XSplit are both notorious liars. They're lying in your face constantly when they're telling you, oh no, you're good, you're looking perfect, yeah, your voice is perfect, your bitrate is perfect, no dropped frames, um, no pixelation on the stream, 60 FPS throughout the game, you are perfect. They love to lie. So start a stream and look up your stream. That's very important because then you will realize pretty quickly, wait a second, my sound isn't that great. Oh, I have some pixelation here, even though OBS tells me everything is fine. What is going on? Like 90% of all the times when a new streamer starts their stream, they will realize that something is wrong and something needs adjustment. And if you're one of these people who doesn't need to have to do any adjustments after that, congratulations. You are a lucky person, let me tell you that. Um, but yeah, definitely, definitely do a test stream before you do the first real stream. Because when people are coming in and realize, oh, that, that person is still figuring out the uh, technical aspect of his streams, then they will probably not give you a long chance and they will just leave the stream again. And that's something you don't want, right? You want to focus on the game or the web show or whatever you're doing and not necessarily on the technical aspect of your stream. If you are not doing a special technique stream, then this is something completely different. But yeah, do a test stream. But yeah, with that said, that was the second episode of the Besiege podcast. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And, or the first episode, sorry, the first episode. And we are coming back to the second episode. This is what happens when you do a zero episode because you're getting completely confused about the numbers. And we will be back next week with the second episode. Thank you so much for listening. Have a good one. Bye-bye.